Alrighty, so uh, hey, everybody out there in in listening world, well, uh, Spotify, RSS, this is Sanguine Sundays. This is just a a bit of an offshoot from our Dead House Whispers thing. Um, less Dead Housey, more just casual, talky talky horror stuff, horror, uh, art, books, anything, anything really. Anything um, for the darkly inclined. Yes, <laughs> uh, of course, Faceless Mike and and me, uh, Calypso, as yep. usual with this and uh yeah i guess um so i mean uh i guess our topics for today are gonna be uh faceless mike every over on his instagram and his twitter and everything he usually does you know who's your favorite revenant or who's your favorite lich or who's your favorite white it's um, almost for, like i'm going through all the classes <laughs> almost uh for dead house sonata um so i figure because this isn't a bit of an offshoot or a spinoff of our dead house Wizards podcast we're going to start with that um, of who your favorite Lich, uh, White, or Revenant is, um, and then we'll we'll casually go into something else. I just recently finished Mundan or Moondown. Yeah, um, I, I was watching for that you coming do up that. On my I was still trying to figure out how you pronounce it. Yeah, um, so uh, recently uh, uh, finished that, um, and it falls into the, the whole games. Personally, for me, it falls into games or art as a category or as a debate or a topic. Oh, so we might end up talking about that. Um, do you think games or art, uh, are art? Are all games art or only specific ones considered art? Depending, like you know, are uh, are like like porn games or or like all the the shitty like hentai games on Steam? Are those technically art? Stuff like that. So uh, yeah, uh, Sanguine Sundays. I'm Calypso, Faceless Mike, usually, and um, yeah. So I yep. guess we're gonna start off with. Who's your favorite Revenant? Who's your favorite Revenant, Mike? Oh, Revenant. Oh, such a tough decision. But based off, okay, so like I made a little picture. We'll go We'll go to these in that order. So I yeah. made a little picture and I done, who's your favorite Revenant? My picture includes Jason Voorhees, Scorpion. Uh, it's got Eric Draven from The Crow. It's got Freddy from Friday the 13th. It's got our Lord and Savior, Nagaztak from Deadhouse Sonata. And it's got Candyman from The Candyman, the actual original Candyman, the good Candyman, not the new thing that's been brought out. I cannot say <laughs> that anymore or I'm in trouble. Uh, but yeah, right. Hats off. No joke. Straight to the hip. Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. I've always, um... I've always been a Jason Voorhees fan. I don't know why. And one of my dreams come true when years ago we were involved with like setting up and running a horror convention in Ireland. Uh, I got to meet Kane Hodder that's, and Larry Lehman, cool. and they're both awesome. But just like meeting Kane and like getting to spend a bit of time with this guy and chat with him, I was like, oh, I get, I'm hanging out with Jason Voorhees. This is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, like I, that was probably one of the only times in my life I ever squeed and fangirled out. By the same token, like that's at the same convention with Tony Todd. Um, mm -hmm. absolute legend of a guy one of the nicest people I've ever met in my whole life but uh, Jason I just love Jason as a character yeah that's I mean Jason's I like Jason as a character too even though I've never seen all the Friday the 13th movies you, um, you don't need to they kind of get a bit ridiculous yeah they kind of do their own they, thing they um, literally go to space I will <laughs> say uh, yes Jason X uh, or J whatever I think it's called Jason X the one in space that's mm. probably one of my favorite ones there's an and old I trope do... you know that you know that the horror movies go to crap when they go to space <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Hellraiser went to space in like one of the, like the very last or, ones, right? No, it was just the fourth. Well, technically, oh, the fourth it's the one. last one that was an actual Hellraiser movies. All the movies yeah. after that were like other movies that they just kind of crowbarred Pinhead into, mm -hmm. so that they could the say rights. it's a Hellraiser movie. Yeah, to keep the rights. That's it. Yeah. Go on. 
Um, let's see. I love Jason X, the one in the space. And then I will, I think the first one, because the first Friday the 13th has that big twist, mm. um, ending f- and f- for like a 40 year old, 50 year old movie or whatever. Now, um, spoilers, it's his mom in the ending of the first one. Yep. Um, just posing it, which is, which is nuts. Bonkers. Love it. Fantastic. That's but, one uh, of those I, ob trivia quiz questions, by the way. Yeah, it's like, what definitely. was the first movie to star Jason Voorhees? And everyone's like, Oh, it's Friday the 13th. It's like, Nope. Friday the 13th part two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, is, would you consider, I can't even remember his name anymore. Michael Myers from the Halloween movies, a revenant. Yes. Yeah, well, yes yeah. and no. For the like the lore wise canon, yes. The only reason I'd argue a no is when did he die? That's the debate. Oh, yeah, argument. good point. Because revenants have to die. So, and but does he, he die? He he could have died in that mental institution and came back, and they mightn't have known. Like yeah, or, like God knows what happened. Like maybe he was yeah. actually shot dead on his way out the door, and he just got up and kept going. <laughs> like, um, I can't remember. Is it is it in a? Have you seen the the zombie the Rob Zombie like remakes? Yeah, really like them. A lot of, a lot of people hated them. I liked them because I think it's because of the exact reason a lot of people hated them. I liked the backstory to Michael. I liked seeing Michael as a kid. I liked seeing that like this guy was really messed up so even from a child he didn't stand a chance so clearly he was going to turn into some monster a lot of people didn't like that they preferred the mystery they like the blair witch scenario of you know it's better to not see it uh when he gets older and he's michael i think rob is really great with special effects i like how his directing style he's very kind of grimy grotty kind of that basically he brings yeah. to the screen the aesthetic that he has created in his music and his shows over the years although i am still a little bit spiteful because i had tickets to go see him in ireland once and he canceled oh dude i'm so, so mad i had a chance I'm, to see him live and i never did either i'm i'm a little i'm a little peeved over that and he didn't get an explanation he's just like well look we just had to do it didn't yeah. apologize nothing it's like oh well so a little spiteful on that, but uh, no, I do. I like his movies like House for a Thousand Corpses and all. I do think he done good by Friday the 13th, but I'm not a massive Michael fan. I was always more team Jason. I know there's a lot of people who are team Michael were kind of pissed about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I I mean, I loved the, the zombie movies um, as seeing as how like the only uh halloween movie i've seen is the first one and the zombie movies because like uh i can't remember i maybe have seen the third one too um like i don't do like you know slash movies very much anyway mm-hmm. um but uh but i do like them and i think zombie i've always liked zombies directing style um and i loved the ending <clears throat> i loved like how it's kind of ambiguous of an ending of <coughs> damn sorry I love how it's kind of a, an ambiguous ending for his movies. Like, is it really over? Is he is he dead? Is he like, what's going on in his head? What's with the white room and like his mom or the horse and and stuff like that? Like, is he, is yeah. he an embodiment of death itself? Stuff like that. I think that's cool. Um, but I think uh, my other favorite Revenant or mine anyway is gotta be. I gotta give it to to Eric Draven mm. or Scorpion from uh, Mortal Kombat. 
Definitely. If we were just to go off these pictures here, because like the crow is such a legendary movie. Iconic. It's such a legendary, iconic iconic movie. And I do like some of the sequels, but I mean, there's only really one crow movie. (laughs) Well, I I like the fact that they didn't try to do the stupid crap of like bring Eric back. They did try to experiment. So when they done like Crow City of Angels and then they done another one one so that like they were there, they were going with James O'Barr's original vision of each series is a different crow because it's a different revenant and stuff like that, which is a really cool idea. I just think they were kind of executed a little poorly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved City of Angels. I think Crow 1 and City of Angels are my favorites. Um, I think the rest kind of go off the rails but they're still they're cheesy movies the rest of them um and then i loved the series do you remember the crow television series oh yes like that was such a good series your man yeah uh, i i loved that series growing up it was fucking great i i loved it i thought each episode was really good you're lucky you weren't old enough to play the playstation game oh my god that was appalling oh yeah no no i (laughs) never i i've seen it but i will never play it i heard bad bad things oh that was that was from back in the day when it's like there's a movie coming out in three months quick make a video game you know Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. shade on the developers because like i've learned over the years a lot of the time it's not their fault like someone comes into them is going you have three months to make the video game go it's like wait what yeah uh the story of et is an is an infamous is an infamous one how the guy i think literally only had like a month or something to make an et video game or whatever and he just he did it all himself and he he drove himself nuts with it and I feel so the bad fact for that, that guy. He physically finished the game. Like the game is appalling, but the fact yes. that he even finished it is a monumental testament to what that guy done. Yeah. And he done yeah. it like with no story, with no information, just we're doing a video game for ET. Here's the picture. Okay, what way do you want to do it? I don't know. <laughs> you make it up. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, I mean, for the for the technology of the time, like he he banged out something you know playable, even though it's a terrible terrible game. Um, but the but fact the, that he did it, it's a it's a yeah, physical the fact feat. that it physically worked. Like he finished a game that like technically you could play, like that alone in like that short a space of time is monumental. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And onto um, poor poor Scorpion Hanzo, huh? Legendary, yeah, no, I love another Scorpion legendary too. character. He's yeah, he's my go-to Scorpion guy, too. by the way. Yeah, no, mine too, mine too. I think I love how in the beginning of like the Mortal Kombat universe or history, there was no story, and it was literally just, yeah. here's a tournament with a bunch of fighters, and here it is. And then they managed to craft an inc- awesome like ninja rival story thing with Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I think that's awesome. I that's think it's totally so a, awesome. a matter of, okay, We've got some cool after the fact storytelling. Let's write it in. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, screw it. I'll buy into it. I'll come with you. Yeah. I'll come with you exactly. on this journey. Although I can say nothing. Like I have an arcade one up and more to combat right behind me here. So like mm-hmm. I, I I I it is my favorite series. I grew up, most of my friends are like, Oh, I love Street Fighter. It's like, no, I was always more Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a picture of me um from when I was younger where I'm in an arcade. I'm barely tall enough to, you know, reach the the uh, the cabinet controls. Um, so I moved oh. a chair. I moved a chair um, to to the top of the arcade so I could pick it up. And it's a Mortal Kombat cabinet. And there I am as a wee one um, playing 
not playing, but you know, like thinking I am or whatever because I'm a kid. Yeah. Um, with like just playing Mortal Kombat on the cabinet, just mashing buttons and moving the sticks or whatever, and just like watching the dudes go. And uh, if I find it, if I find that, I might make that the thumbnail. Um, oh, but, that yeah, would be legendary, like, dude. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It, um, but that was, I think, Mortal Kombat is my favorite fighting series. Um, out of it because it was my first one. It was literally the first one that I that I played it, it as was a baby. Just so cheese. It was everything the eighties and nineties were and more. I think that's yes. why I loved it so much. Because, like you said, it's like story. Uh, Wizard has a tournament. You know. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. I'm in. Sold. Play as a ninja. Mm-hmm. Kick the crap out of the other. I got it. <laughs> oh I just God. love that idea. No, me too. I think um, it's a testament. Mortal Kombat is definitely a testament of time and video games in general that it can last for 20 friggin' years and have a billion games out and um, a billion spinoffs and, you know, some really, really good console versions. Surprisingly, there was a really good uh, uh, like Kung Lao and, and uh, like, uh, like the, the monks or whatever. Do you remember the one that was like for PS2 or Xbox yeah, or whatever? And Shaolin it was like monks, yeah. Shaolin monks. Yeah. Great fucking game. Great game, thank you, Mortal Kombat. And um, the the animated series was really good. There okay, was a, now a really that short-lived... I would give you, that was great. I yes, love the that. animated that was series amazing. was really good for what they did. There was a live, a really short-lived live-action TV series. Um, if you remember that, also, like, man, Mortal Kombat has gone places, has gone places. And then we got the movie recently, which is which I enjoyed. I know a lot of people like griped about it, but I really enjoyed uh, it. Here's here's where I'm going to get in trouble. I still haven't got to see that yet. What? Okay, yeah. you got to watch it, dude. It's an hour. It's like literally an hour and twenty minutes. I, dude, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to watch it. Why? I seen in the trailer what I think might be reptile, and I got worried. Oh yeah, reptiles in it for like five minutes. Yeah, but did 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 they turn him into an alligator? Yes, it's a reptile oh. alligator. It's alligator oh. reptile. Um, and it's like his oh, beast dude. form or something. It's oh. better than hey, it's better than annihilation. Okay, it's well, better than what they did with Mortal Kombat annihilation. <laughs> annihilation was absolutely <laughs> appalling. Although I will stand to that testament, right? Mm-hmm. I've had this argument over the years and people are like, oh, what's the best video game movie? It's like, well, it's not Super Mario. <laughs> Although yeah, no. I watched that with my son a little while ago because uh, like we, we do movie nights and we're like, we have to, we were, we were picking movies and that was one of the options because I selected a lot of stuff, right? And it's like, yeah. I want to watch that. I'm like, it's bad. You know, he's like, I know that's why I need to see it. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Like, we went through that, but I will stand to that testament. Up until recently, because recently you might be able to make certain arguments, but I stand that Mortal Kombat was one of the best video game movies made up until the recent times. And that is purely not just because it was complete schlock, but it is almost perfectly accurate to its source material. Yes, I agree. The first Mortal Kombat is a fantastic video game movie. It still is. It's still out of the whole list of fighting game movie which anyone that grew up in the late 80s early 90s knows that was most of our cinema back then cheesy fighting movies um oh man and then you have street fighter but that's a whole nother story um i still i will still i will die on this hill that the mortal mortal kombat the first one um i'd even say the the recent one too that one the first tomb raider film with angelina jolie um and 
you know, I'm even gonna, I'll even say Super Mario Brothers to an extent are like good video game. Oh, and Prince of Persia, the Prince of Persia from 2010, um, are good video what about game Assassin's Creed movies. Assassin's Creed has parts where it's wow, this is pretty damn good, but then they, you know, ruin it with a bunch of bullshit, just like the video games where it has a modern day setting that nobody asked for and nobody cares for. I, 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 I've barely been able to watch that. <laughs> Man, the parts where it's in, it's in the past, and they're doing the whole Assassin's Creed thing of Assassin's Creed is really good. It's really good, and then the rest of it is fucking. Uh, modern day segment bullshit that nobody cares about oh, just and they should never have, you have seen done Monst- it i mean i get it have you seen monster hunter um oh yeah i forgot about that movie no i haven't don't, i forgot it existed don't don't i love yeah, monster it's bad hunter. it's terrible but i was just thinking why did i say until recently with mortal Kombat? i remember for me the sonic movie set a new standard oh yeah and the that sonic was movie. that was amazing like, oh but it's not no that is the perfect video game movie it's watchable by adults it's watchable by kids it stays relatively as close to if there's such a thing as sonic canon uh careful we're going to get a ton of hay for this now Mm -hmm. because of Mm -hmm. mike's ignorance of not knowing the extended sonic universe but considering (laughs) i grew up with sonic he was my little mascot rather than you know mario i was i was a little sega boy but uh that is a great movie, and I actually look forward to the sequel. It's really good. That and I think Detective Pikachu, I think, were two amazing video game movies. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I would like another Detective Pikachu or uh, or I mean, I mean, we're already getting another Sonic movie. That's that's already happening. Um, but I would love another Detective Pikachu or another Pokemon funny, movie. Funny story. I don't know how true this is. But I read this online and it's quoted as like a fact. But I read that there is no Professor Oak in those games or in those movies. And there won't be because I think it was Iwata. Someone at Nintendo promised Robin Williams that he would get the chance to play Professor Oak. And if they couldn't get him as Professor Oak, they won't have anyone as Professor Oak. Mm, Yeah, I believe that. I could see that. So like... Maybe if they do another one, they'll just skip Oak and go to one of the other professors instead, mm-hmm. which I could see. Mm-hmm. But that's a funny little fact, isn't it? That like Robin Williams is such a big fan of it that like he was egging yeah. for that. I would have loved to have seen it, Robin Williams play Professor Oak. Oh, me too. I think uh, one of my favorite, um, it's as I wouldn't really call it an Easter egg or like homage or nod or like a love letter to Robin Williams is in Breath of the Wild. Um, there's a character that pretty much is Robin Williams in that game yeah. in Breath of the Wild. And it's because he was such a massive Zelda fan. That he's, he named his daughter after Zelda. Yep. Like, I think and that's really cool. She, she is an absolute legend. And you Muppets, mm-hmm. stop harassing her on Twitter. She's lovely. Yes. And she's really funny. I love I love her Twitter. She's, she's amazing. <laughs> she's, she's an amazing. absolute legend. Yeah, I love her. Um, but uh yeah vid- for the video game movies yeah i think we've deviated off the topic let's bring it back to revenants because like video game yeah, movies this yeah. goes down a dark path okay yeah, back definitely. to revenants so <clears throat> who's your favorite okay. then so uh, i'm gonna 
I'm going to say Scorpion for this because Mortal Kombat is timeless and it was my first fighting game. And yeah, no, um, I can get that, you know, like that. And like, plus like the backstory, the story they managed to weave in there out of never not having a story in the first place is awesome. It's awesome. And the, it's especially awesome. It's if, awesome. You, if you go through nine, 10 and 11, where they kind of like they rebooted the series and started from the start again. Like yeah. it's, that's an incredible and one thing you have to give Mortal Kombat like I know there's a lot of people don't like them they don't like the way Netherrealm's gone they don't like this I think they've made some questionable choices too but damn man have they figured out how to put story into a fighting game yeah like and it's the way really they surprising do it with these ones and with Injustice where it's like cutscene fight cutscene fight so you're literally playing a 90s action movie like they're yeah. incredible it's like yes that's how you do story in a fighting game that's incredible love it yeah um i think it's 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 so weird that fighting games have like stories now and uh the injustice comics have you read the injustice comics or like i or only like i only got to skim some of them i didn't get to read through okay them properly. if you get a chance to you know find it find it online or something <laughs> um <laughs> if you get a chance to to read the injustice comics they manage the the artists in the writing team for the injustice comic book series managed to pull something out of their ass that is just surprisingly oh this was a fighting game and now it's some deep lore that oh, even though it's cool. like dark evil superman stuff you know that like a lot of people have issues with like yo superman's evil um it doesn't matter it's so yeah, but good, it's an alternate universe they so they're to allowed do something to do with that it. yeah it's DC so, do that, so it's okay. surprisingly good and i really w i wish they would do that for mortal kombat like give mortal kombat like a really good dedicated comic series or something where it fleshes all this stuff years out even ago. more. There was there one was years ago, but years ago. But I don't think is that. I don't. Think um, that I would even root for another Mortal Kombat television series. Do, do you remember the mini series, the web series for Mortal Kombat that kind of yes, kickstarted the movie that we great. got now? Oh man, I want another one. I want another one. Everyone, please go watch the Mortal Kombat web series. Yeah, it's I knew like there 10 was episodes. a short run. It's like twenty it's minutes a short long. Run by DC. Uh, there, there, yeah, yeah, there might be. Um, yeah. for the for the Injustice comics, there is. It's like five issues or something. Mm. Um, really short. But uh, yeah, I would love another Mortal Kombat like series or something. Give me something, you know. It'd be great. I'm just looking at this one here. There was really old Midway comics back in the day for mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat, and then thereafter, mm -hmm. DC is after doing like a rehash of the story for like the modern Mortal Kombat X. Which is cool. Yeah. Like, I, li I yeah. like that. But, you know, more, please. Yeah, always. <laughs> always more. Always more. All right, then. You can never have too much. We will move from that one and the other big question then on this one. Now, we're going to have to distinguish these and have them separate. The first one is, who's your favorite video game vampire? Okay. So, uh, I think I answered this last time and it was yep. <laughs> definitely, definitely rain. Um, definitely rain because killing Nazis... You know, and like tight leather is is always a, an awesome thing, uh, but of course, I mean Kane. Kane is always <laughs> you can never go wrong with Legacy. And if we jump from that, who would be your favorite movie, TV show slash comic book other media vampire? Other Just because there's vampire? so many. Yeah, yeah. there is. Uh, oof. Screen vampire, we'll call them. Yeah. Um. Uh, off the top of my head. Um first answer is going to be oh shit i just had it in my head um it was a movie with ethan hawk 
Daybreakers? Daybreakers? I you think sure? Ethan Hawke. I think it's called Daybreakers Vampire Movie. Let me Google this really quickly. Daybreakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's It was a really a fantastic vampire film directed by the Spearg brothers. Um, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, uh, Sam Neill, loaded cast. And the way that they handled uh, okay, yeah. like vampire society and just vampires in general is really 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 good i've seen like this but a... i don't recall the name they might have changed the name in Europe yeah i think they did but this is the version i remember is daybreakers it might have been it might have been one of those things where it's like it it's it's called something else and then they release it and they rechange the name and then they do another name change it's just gone over all these things but it's daybreakers with ethan hawk i think those are those are probably fucking awesome vampires like movie vampires um because the way they handle it, oddly enough, is with a plague. There was a plague, and it turned everyone into vampires. And then they developed this whole um, Nazi-ish like society. And the way that uh, Ethan Hawke, as like a private vampire detective or something, handles it, and his evolution as a character is really good. And it's such a good, such a good movie. Or um, uh, Underworld. I love the Underworld movies as well. I think Underworld's just weird, cheesy fun. Like yes. people, people hate on them, and I'm like, well, it's not a serious vampire movie. But keep in mind, not serious. Yeah, serious. Okay, so like, what's a serious it's got a serious vampire tone, movie. but it's not serious. In that yeah. regard, like it's the same way as I have this weird love in my heart for that Van Helsing movie. You know the one oh, with yeah, uh, I love the Van Helsing Hugh Jackman because yes. like it's it's objectively it's terrible. But it's really good. I always like that. They're like, oh, but it's not Van Helsing. I'm like, dude, this is the closest we're going to get to a Castlevania movie. Pretty like, much. This is awesome. Until they brought out the awesome Netflix series. But yeah, that was like, that was class. I love that. Yeah. Just, it's um, so cheesy and on the nose with this stuff. It's brilliant. Yeah, I love the Van Helsing movie. That's a great movie. Um, and I just remembered, um, have you seen Only Lovers Left Alive with no, Tom Hiddleston? Okay, great indie film. Tom Hiddleston, um, uh, Balls. Balls. I forgot her name. Only Lovers Left Alive. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, um, Tom Hiddleston, and they play a pair of vampires that are, you know, hundreds of years old. This um, looks really Hurt. good. How did I it's manage to It's super good. This? Super good. Only Lovers Left Alive. Um, and it just, it's just their life. It's a really slow burn of a film. One of them is a musician and the other one is like a poet or whatever. So they're creatives, but, uh, it's just them dealing with, uh, the modern day. Like, um, uh, can you drink this person's blood without getting a blood test or whatever, because they might have AIDS and that might, you know, infect them and they might get AIDS and they're vampires like, or, you know, they might have like a blood disease and like what's going on. It's just really great in-depth look on another version of vampires and what if almost like a realistic take like what if vampires have to drink blood like a blood type that is their blood type what if Ooh. vampires have to drink only healthy blood from like There's... virgins or whatever because they're sexually transmitted diseases all this kind of stuff you make a valid point there there's a really cool one that i watched uh, it's a french series it's on netflix called vampires uh, okay. It's it's just incredible. Here, I'll link it to you. Uh, yeah. Of course, the the Netflix one wouldn't be right, but uh, it's 
It's just really good. I know some people have difficulty because they don't like watching anything that has subtitles. But like this is Vampire the Masquerade made into a movie or TV yeah. show. It's really visceral. It's about this young one that lives in Paris Ooh. and her family are vampires. And they're just like average, normal, like French people, but they're immigrants and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of half involved with like this society of vampires and thing. But they're kind of they're all kind of like middle lower class people so they kind of have to be yeah. careful with like reality as well as like being a vampire for example like the brother and sister work in an abattoir so that's how they get blood like regularly yeah that's so, really cool like, so like and that's a standard thing because they're inside in a basement in paris because that's where an abattoir would be you know so they're out mm. of the sunlight and all and like blending in with society like the description here a parisian teenager who is half of human half vampire grapples with her emerging powers and turmoil as she is persuaded by a secret vampire community it's just really good because it's very kind of gritty realistic style rather than what you get with a lot of american stuff with like um oh god what was that terrible show uh i remember seeing one on netflix that it's basically like um saved by the bell but it's vampires oh it's yeah 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 it's, uh, it's like balls. oh i know what you're talking about yeah you know I what i'm talking mean. about but yeah. like i don't like that this is like grotty realistic it's like this part where they're poor and they see other people suffering and just you know it it deals with the actual crap world around it as well as the fact that these people are different but then it shows well actually they're not that different because they're suffering all the same crap that the rest of us suffer because the world sucks yeah yeah <clears throat> and not it's just, just really well um <laughs> I also really love what we do in the shadows. I think oh, everyone should oh, watch what massive. we do in the shadows. The watch movie the movie. Watch the TV the series. series. It's oh, so good. Great. It's so good. A friend of mine started watching it recently also, and they're like texting me and stuff while they're watching it. And they're like, I haven't laughed this hard in a long, long time. It is I that just think funny. The, the way they've done it, like, Okay, first off, I'm not even going to mention the, the movie because, like, that's just great. If you haven't seen it, you need yes. to just go watch it. I'm not even going to mention um, it. Just, just go watch it. But for yeah. the TV series, the dude that's the psychic vampire. Oh, my yes. God. That's oh, brilliant. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, damn, there was also a spinoff the series. Meeting. There's two. There was the What We Do in the Shadows TV series on FX. Um, mm -hmm. You can find it online also. Mm -hmm. Um and, Actually, it's on Prime, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. And damn it, there was another one with the two cops in the movie. They also got their own spinoff series or whatever. Um, like the two bumbling cops in the What We Do in the Shadows movie who just keep yeah. stumbling in on the vampires doing their bullshit. Um, and I think it was really short-lived, only like two seasons or something. But it's also a really good, hilarious cop drama, um, almost like um, that cop series from the 80s. With the dude who does the R2-D2 sound effects. Police Academy. Imagine oh, like the Police yeah. Academy series. Yeah, with um, with supernatural crap. And you just have idiot cops who are like, oh, okay, a mummy, whatever. This is nothing. And they just keep stumbling upon dumb, dumb shit. It's I fucking just, amazing. I just keep thinking, like, for what we do in the shadows, can someone just, like, load a dumb truck of money and throw it at Taika Waititi? It's like, this is your job now. Yeah. You make this show. You make yeah. this movie like this is this. Oh, man. 
because it was Wellington. Just, uh, Wellington Paranormal is the other spinoff of what we do in Wellington the Shadows with Paranormal. the Paranormal. Wellington Paranormal. Thank you. I will check. Started that out. in. Oh, started in 2014. They're filming a fourth season now in 2021. Okay, so it's gone on longer than I thought. So right now there's three th- three seasons, 19 episodes so far. Wellington Paranormal, What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, and What We Do in the Shadows, the FX TV series. Highly recommend everybody checking that off. Yes, Takai Watiti is still behind all this stuff. He's still the creative visionary behind all this. He's a legend. That guy has a sense. That guy gets, like, even though I think he's he's Australian or from New Zealand. Something like that. Where's Taika from? Okay, this is where I start clicking up. Um... Yeah, he's from New Zealand. He has that old 70s, 80s British sense of humor. Yes. That's like witty banter and complete slapstick comedy. That is just incredible. I love it. Yeah, like, no, I, I, I think it's, it's great. He, he's, he's emerged out of, out of nowhere and made, hit, made a name for himself. In a in a short period of time, and it, you notice there's something oh, about those wait. Aussies and New Zealanders because wasn't there yeah. another guy that done horror comedy from New Zealand? I believe so. And yeah, I he think went he went on to make, on on to the... make Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I went on to make <laughs> and Tiger went on to ever. make Thor. <laughs> That's insane. I still can't believe he did <laughs> Thor. I still can't believe that, and it's awesome. It's all so awesome. Really great. Yeah. Really? I just think it's like, because I've heard there's some stuff lately, people are getting kind of hating on Tiger. I'm like, no, let him do what he wants. This guy yeah. has earned his, he has earned his cred over and over. Just let him do whatever he wants. Just give him money. If Tiger comes into the studio, I have an idea. Okay, you do it. We'll we'll give you the cash. Just do it. Yeah. Just sh- shut up, up and, and, uh, and let him do his thing. Shut up and let him do his thing. Exactly. So No need for you to... Uh... No need for, for you guys to, you know, rain on his parade, okay? He's fantastic. So did, you, did you settle on who your favorite screen vampire was? Um, I'm going to, you know, it might have to be a th- throwback a bit uh, with the uh, the interview with the vampire. Tom Cruise as Lestat oh, yeah. and Brad Pitt as Louie, I think, are the best emo vampires <laughs> ever like they they so they were the blueprint for the upper class vampire ever since mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. they set the stage because like dracula is a unique character all unto himself so dracula but he was the nobleman these guys weren't necessarily that but through age and wisdom and power they just became noblemen and set the standard that yes all vampires are rich upper crusty (laughs) yeah i love it i do i do love uh that and then i think okay if i really had to nail it down i'm gonna give it to to actually dracula from the coppola movie with gary oldman because that was just i've watched that movie more times than i can count yeah it's such a fit oh my god please everybody watch the Coppola Dracula movie. It's been remastered a billion times. Watch it. Just watch There's it. one Enjoy thing it. with Coppola's one, right? You know when he's in London as a yeah. young... Uh, what did he call himself? He called himself a different name. Vlad? No, he see, he actually gave himself a different name when he was oh. talking to him, like Edward. or so He gave himself something silly. But the fact that that guy... 
look goth as shit rocking a powder blue suit from head to toe and a top hat yeah and shades, oh, yeah. but he still looked goth as shit like that <laughs> i'm like, the original gothic vampire <laughs> <laughs> So it just goes to show it's not the man that makes the suit, it's the suit that makes the man. Dracula could have rocked Mm -hmm. anything and it would look awesome. Although, speaking of things that looked awesome but may or may not be, uh, do you ever think Mobius is getting released? Or Morbius? I don't think, I don't know. It's been, when did they reveal that thing? Like two years ago now, three years ago? Before this whole pandemic thing like popped off? I don't know, man. If it has, it looks awesome. if it I gotta give it to Jared Leto. Yet. 2022. Oh, they delayed it to 2022. Damn. Whole uh, upcoming American superhero film based on Marvel. Morbius looks fucking rad. I gotta admit, I know a lot of people don't like Jared Leto because of his whole Joker performance over him, but the dude can fucking act. The guy is a damn good actor, man. And Morbius looks pretty fucking good. I just hope they didn't like delay it and then reshoot bullshit and then ruin the film or ruin the potential of the film that it could have been you know weirdly i've never had a problem with uh jared leto i just think he's nuts but like as an actor like i've i don't think i've seen him in anything where he's been bad like i even liked him in lord of war with nicholas cage yeah that's remember that back in the day like he played Mm -hmm. his character well He's just like nuts. He's, like he's like in real life, like he's clearly cracked. But you know, yeah. that's not my problem. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Now, that will move us on to our next one then, Calypso. Who is your favorite lich? I have to look at little pictures you posted because I, I don't know. Um, okay. Undead wizard. Undead wizard. Uh Someone tried um, does to argue Arthas, with me. Okay, yeah, you have a picture of Arthas here. Is Arthas a lich? That. I mean, well, he's the lich king, yeah. But is he a wizard? That's the one. Someone tried to argue that with me. It's like, oh, well, Arthas isn't actually the lich king. Like, they call him a lich king, but he's not actually a lich. I'm like, Arthas is the body. Do you not remember? Kelphasad was the one that helped Ner'zhul become, like, part of the crown mm-hmm. in the head. So... Like the Lich King is actually a separate entity from Arthas. So there's like three entities in Arthas's body. There's Arthas, there is uh, Ner'zhul, and there is the Lich King, which is an act- its own separate thing. If you read the book, by the way, there's a book, Arthas. Uh, it's really well worth it if anyone's in the world of Warcraft lore. Um, it's so technically, yes, he is a Lich in that regard and they're like oh but he doesn't have a phylactery uh they do read the book it's the helmet which is why they take off the helmet and oh he's like, Father. that's why they destroy the fucking helmet and yeah. shit okay yeah i haven't played warcraft or delved into the lore in years so i'm way behind on my warcraft lore uh i did love the movie though i loved the world of warcraft movie oh poor doug was robbed man Man, there's like six yeah. hours of that on the editing room floor. Mm-hmm. I'm so that mad. One day, so one day we'll better. get a released version. Maybe one day we'll get the you know release the actual version of this movie because it's like four hours long. It's like a I will not rest 
and I will be incredible. Even even whenever rest in peace, God, God, knock on wood, that whenever David fucking Lynch dies, um, and uh, and well, like I really hope that we get the like four hour long version of Fire Walk with me that he originally filmed, um, and then they had to cut most of it on the damn floor to hit movie theaters and stuff. I hope to God that he releases that one day or that, you know, they just dig it up from the archives or something and put that out there. Cause I need, that. I, I need the four hour version of firewall. There, there was a few problems with Warcraft with the movie. Number one, it was like eight years too late. Like yeah, they should completely. have let it, they should have had it out earlier. Number two, right. Duncan Jones, you, you know who Duncan Jones is, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, great in his own right. He is a massive Warcraft fan, so he got yeah. everything correct. But then they came in and chopped the crap out of the movie. Like, no, you need to cut this and you need to do that. So we need to start the hashtag release the Jones cut. Yeah. I want to see the full version. I don't care if I have to sit there for six hours, man. You have no idea how many how much time I spent raiding in World of Warcraft. Six hours is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I no, want to exactly. see that whole story because that would have been amazing. I just think like, a lot of it there was like there was a lot of it uh, if you didn't know the books or the games before that it gets really confusing because it's like cut now we're here cut now we're here cut now this yeah. is happening it's like there was clearly a lot of stuff in between that explained and showed things happening which would have been amazing although of all the things people downed for man the way the orcs looked holy crap they did they a good job great. they did a great fucking job like and i loved i really do love the warcraft movie like um, I think the ending, it's a, it's a fucking great ending. It, it sets it up for a sequel that we'll never fucking see, sadly. But, like, it is a... If you've never played fucking Warcraft before and you want to play the games or whatever, but you don't want to, you know, go back and play um, the first one or, or Warcraft 3 or whatever, and you just want to watch the movie, you can pretty much watch the movie, you know, hit, hit the, uh, the fan Wikipedia or whatever and then fill in the gaps that the movie cuts out and you're good to go. You got all your Warcraft. Like, there's so much love for Warcraft pour, dude, poured dude, into They had film. Ragnar as Anduin Lothar. Like, I thought that was fucking cool, man. He does Even though he was great. doing the Ragnar voice still, but I thought it was great. He, he needs to accept he has been typecast. He will yes. be Ragnar forever. That's not necessarily oh, a bad thing. Just, you know, yeah. cast him correctly. Um, I think... I th I th I'm not sure. I'm Googling his name because I don't want to get it wrong because he's one of my favorite actors ever. Um, Travis Travis Fimmel? Yeah. No, no. Yes, okay, Fimmel. that's Ragnar. That's Robert. Travis Fimmel is really good. Ben Foster. I love the. I love Ben Foster. I think he's a fantastic actor. He played the fucking evil wizard in that movie. Um, yeah. He, ben Foster is fucking amazing. If you haven't seen... Um, um oh god it's the dead space movie without actually being dead space uh where is it you where say this it? like we uh, don't have a computer in front of us i know i'm as i'm googling it right fucking now i'm literally on its wikipedia page looking at all these movies i watched this movie a billion times i don't know why i don't remember the name of it Ugh. he's in 30 days of night which is a good movie as the stranger which is like really i think Pandorum. It's called Pandorum. Pandorum. Um, I was gonna say, yes. Yeah. Pandorum is the Dead Space movie without actually being Dead Space. Ben Foster is fantastic. He's one of my favorite actors. He's in he's in Pandorum. Everyone watch Pandorum. It's a great horror film. It is. Um, it is great. 
it's really funny great. part they, they made a dead space uh, anime which i thought was pretty decent uh, it's okay it's okay and then uh yeah oh i love the 30 days a night vampires too just derailing for a minute back to vampires i think they're great also but i mean i thought the graphic novel 30 days a night was really good i thought the movie was really good i met ben templesmith once or twice he's a fantastic nice guy yeah but yeah nerdy shit man i think um back to arthas like he's a great character but i don't i wouldn't consider him a lich really because in the traditional a, sense of in the, the traditional sense because you have to like evil wizards or whatever uh yeah um who are these other liches you have up here i have no fucking idea who these are top left picture. is kelthazad okay that's from uh, World of Warcraft. You'll notice a Warcraft theme going on with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just pulling it here. Uh, yeah, we had some Kalthasad going on. I have, uh, I can't remember his name, but that character's from D&D. Uh, we've got Arthas. That, the bottom left is the standard archetype for the D&D Lich. Let's see, I'm mm -hmm. pull him up here. Uh, And then we have uh, the Lich from Dead House, and then these other two. They look like Warcraft guys. Also. Uh, that is another version of Kel'Thuzad. He is an actual Lich by the definition of Lich. Yeah. And uh, the next one is the one from Elder Scrolls Online, which I'm trying to get the name for here, and it's not coming mm -hmm. up. Uh, Do, 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 do. Okay, that one in the middle is from Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous. What was the okay. character's name? You can place. Ba, 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 ba. There's a name for it. I can't find it here. Like, there was a lot more. Uh, that's the Lich Polymorph, but it's based on a particular character in Elder Scrolls. Mm -hmm. It's a Dread Lich. Mazaluhad. Mazaluhad. It's one of the main. That is a name. It's a, it's a, it's a one of the particular main characters. I didn't go down that quest line apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's quite difficult to do that in ESO, like there is a lot. I am Mazaluhad. I honestly thought I would actually have more of a struggle finding liches and whites online when I was looking up these character ones, but uh, it, there's a surprising amount. Yeah, like every I mean, game has them. Uh... They're not all necessarily named, but there, there's like yeah. quite a lot of them. Here, do you want to know a funny one? Do you know who technically is also a lich? Who? The Skeksis. Are they? They would meet uh... the criteria. They preternaturally prolong their life beyond death using the magical souls of other beings. Oh, you're right. Oh man, have you seen a? Have you watched the Dark Crystal like origin thing yeah. on Netflix? So good. I loved it. It's just that that it. took too it took too much money, man. That was like I admire what they did. It was a testament to the craft. I think puppetry should be used far more often and stuff because they age far better. Like you take a look at Labyrinth or Dark Crystal, like yeah. and then take any other movie from back in that time period. There's no comparison. They oh, still no, no, not, stand not up whatsoever. Today. None whatsoever. Um, which, and, oh uh, man, I do. I would love. Uh, 
I think if I recall the baby, the baby from Labyrinth grew up to actually make a Jim Henson style, like puppet movie a couple of years ago. Uh, I'll Google it now. Obviously baby from Labyrinth. Um, Just go Labyrinth a, cast and go from there. Yeah. And uh, he's a, and he, and he did um, his, Oh, his name's like, Toby Froud. Toby Froud. Okay. Um, yeah. Real. Yeah. And he went to make a, a, a Jim Henson style movie. Um, and I, I don't, I think it was song. like really, yeah, it was really like Yama's song, March of the Hollows. Um, Box Trolls, Paranorman, Kubo and the Two Strings, Lessons Learned um, is what it was called. Lessons Learned. And, oh, he has one here called March of the Hollows. It's called Yama's song, March of the Hollows. That looks very dark, Chris. That might be, yeah, that might be it as, that might be another thing as well. Um, but yeah, uh, he's carved learned. out a good career for himself too. Oh, that looks really cool. Yeah, that's a different one. No, this is a the lessons learned. Is a different one. That yeah. looks really cool. Yeah, dude, dude is awesome, and he's bringing back like fucking puppetry and stuff. I love it. I love it. I think there's not enough. Uh, Don't you love that? What's what, what would you know about making movies? I was in Labyrinth. Yeah, <laughs> were you exactly. in Labyrinth? I was the baby. <laughs> And I was that baby. <laughs> I was that baby. It was me. Oh, uh, shit. shit. That guy, yeah, that's great, man. That's definitely. Yeah, man. I definitely, out. definitely recommend checking out those movies. Um, the other thing, I guess, is, okay, I got an answer for you. One of my favorite fucking liches um, uh, is, have you watched Tigtone? No. Okay, there's an animated sh- there's an animated series. The first episode is on YouTube. It's free. The rest of it you can find online, um, or it's on HBO Max, and it's called Tigtone. Tigtone. Okay. It's it's what if there was a like a Renaissance painting, but with really uncanny valley animation yeah, applied this, to it. This looks like some kind of weird late 90s FMV It's game. weird as fuck, dude. It's so fucking weird, but there's a lich that shows up in that show. Um, <clears throat> there's a lich that shows up in that show as a main villain. Um, And the, the it's just so bonkers that they've got to be one of my favorite like liches or just villains in, in history ever. I love it that... uh that like their backstory or whatever is something dumb as hell. Like, yes, I use this blood and blah, blah, blah. and prolonging my life. And then like Tigtone's like, okay. Um, or there's, there's another character that's an assassin in Tigtone. And they're like, yes, I am half scorpion. And my origin story is that my father mated with his own shadow when I was born. And it's, it doesn't make any fucking sense, but it is fantastic. I highly recommend watching Tigtone. Um, it's it's a parody on all fantasy, Lord of the Rings, fantasy video games, Dungeons and Dragons, shit like that. It's amazing. When he uses medium health potions or whatever, he's literally like, I need a medium health potion or I need a large health potion. It's so bizarre. It is so bizarre. And oh my God, it's amazing. Tigtone will be one of your favorite fantasy things ever once you watch it. I highly I recommend checking it. that. You gotta watch it, dude. You and everyone else out there listening to this, go watch Tigtone. Find it however you may necessary to find it. But yeah, Tigtone, watch it. Uh, watch I just I just remember 
a terrible show I think years ago I don't think many people outside the states even know what it was Crodman Dune and the Flaming Sword of Fire oh I loved Crodman Dune yes <laughs> I finally watched it a couple years ago um, oh. that was a fucking hilarious stupid show <laughs> that was brilliant that was some excellently terrible like just for anyone watching you're going oh but this looks crap it's supposed to be that's the point yeah <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be bad it's the best kind of bad. It's so bad, it's good bad. Yeah, it's it's one of those, like... I, I just think it's weird where people take it, like, the older stuff and rejigger it to be funny, because it's like your man from Little Britain's in it, uh, Matt Lucas. And, mm. Oh, yeah, I forgot Kevin Hart was the wizard in it. Holy Yes. Crap. Yeah, he was the failed wizard. Oh, man. That was excellent. But, like, you take that, you, you take that spin versus, like, that Dungeons & Dragons commercial from South America. Yeah. Like, did, didn't I show you that recently or you showed me uh, that? I think, I think you may have shown me it. Yeah. I can't it's like that old uh, 80s cartoon for Dungeons and Dragons with the Dungeon Master and stuff like that. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. They yes. actually made an ad. I think it's for Renault from like Brazil or something. And they mm -hmm. redid that cartoon. That's awesome. And it was just brilliant. It's got Venger and Tiamat and everything in it. And it's like, I man... We get crap commercials over here. It's like you compare it to that. It's like holy crap. But yeah, that's another one. Go watch Crodman, dude. That was that was just great. Yeah, it was one of those so terrible. And you'll watch it really quick because there's only like six or seven episodes. It was just one of those like I think it was like was it Comedy Central? Who done it up? I think so. It was Comedy Central or the one fact of those that other. There's a genre called comedy sword and sorcery. Oh man. Um. Oh, God, what's there's a great bit in that. And I think um, there's a Cyclops and he invites oh, them into his yeah. cave and he's like, I'm a Biclops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has them all in the hot tub and shit. Yeah, yeah. Both of you get in this hot tub. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. So now that we got your lich, who's your favorite wife? Now, for anyone listening, just to clarify, we're going by white in the standard Deadhouse Sonata universe. So by that, it would be a construct. Uh, think Frankenstein's monster, a reanimated undead that isn't necessarily completely human shaped. I think that'd be the best description. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's see who you recognize from the picture. Okay, all I got all I got from this is um that looks like the bottom right picture corner looks like some like King Solomon's like cave or something. Um something ancient, like a like oh, fuck, who's the artist? Famous famous like eighteenth century artist or sketcher. I uh, don't know. But I mean you got the dead house white right there. Um I want to say that skull thing in the middle is um fucking it looks like death that's actually from, from the divine comedy by the way divine comedy okay okay uh the middle bottom one looks like death from um darksiders but i'm, I'm guessing that's eddie from iron maiden like fan art of eddie would eddie be a white and then i have no idea who the rest are uh yeah he is from darkstalkers Okay. You're getting closer. I don't know. Get <laughs> just give me the answers, man. <laughs> just give me the answers. The top right one looks like it's from like Arx Fatalis or some other nineties like video game. Quit. 
Yeah. Really? What are they? Yeah. What's... Okay, well, you're close. I think it's Rex or whatever his name is, but I know him as Lord Raptor from okay. Darkstalkers or Darksiders, depending on what way you put it. They have him listed here as yeah. Zable. I just remember him as Lord Raptor. Um, the top left is just a generic one I got off the internet. Mm-hmm. Right is actually Spoons from The Witcher 3. Oh, I haven't got that far from In Witcher 3. I did reinstall it, and I'm going to be streaming that tonight. You um, might not even find him, but he's, I might uh, not even find he him. is okay. an actual wife in The Witcher 3, and his name is Spoons. Can you guess why? Uh, because he, he died. He has spoons. Is he covered in spoons? Yep, and he collects spoons, and his lair is full of spoons, and he loves spoons. I think it's a weird joke oh on Salad God. Fingers. Oh, yeah, that might be it. And bottom left is uh, Patchwork from World of Warcraft. Oh, okay, another Warcraft. Thing. But his name's uh, Patchwork, is in P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Patchwork. <laughs> uh, spoons, huh? I gotta, I guess, well, I mean, I'm, I don't even think I'm that far in Witcher 3. I'm literally, I don't even remember what I did last time. There's a race. I did the race or whatever. Which one? Like a, a a race with some uppity rich dude, and he was like, "Oh, are you going to race?" And I was like, "Yeah, whatever, I'll race." Or something. Did you just arrive remember. in Novigrad? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm literally like 40 <laughs> hours in, and I haven't done just jack like shit. Like ten in races in the game, but you tell yeah, me. Yeah, no, I haven't done jack fucking like, shit yeah. in Witcher Three. Oh, um, dude. Yeah. No. Okay. So my favorite white. Um, I guess, uh, fuck, I had an answer, but I don't, wouldn't know if you would consider him a white or consider it a white. Uh, damn it. I Googled it. Uh, oh, fuck. It slipped my mind. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, the dead house. The dead house uh, white. It's like the weird abomination Frankenstein monster thing. Oh, um, hold on. It's coming back to me, I think. Uh, tied up bodies. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, I, I'm going to give it to Lovecraft and not necessarily um, um, uh, a thing, but I'm going to give it to uh, Herbert West oh, and his corpses that he reanimates in Reanimator because they like occasionally transform into like hideous fucking monsters and they're they're sewn together like Frankenstein monsters, and they're parodies on that. And yeah, I'm gonna give it to the monsters that Herbert West reanimates, because I mean, he t- does he put the soul back in? Did the soul ever leave? Um, is is it just a physical thing? Like a whole bunch of other ways to talk about that and debate about it. I think my one would have to be. Um... I think his name is Adam. I'm just checking it up here. It's the Frankenstein's monster character from Penny mm. Dreadful, referred to oh, as yeah. the creature. Yeah, That's John Clare. One. Yeah, that was such a good show. Penny Dreadful was so good. Yeah, it says John so Clare. Good. I think he took his name, or is that the actor? I think because it's that was been a name. long time since I've seen yeah. it. I think he was one of my favorite portrayals, obviously alongside um, a particular one. <clears throat> Do you remember who played it in Mary Shelley's? Uh, 
Oh yeah, Al Al uh, fuck. I can't remember his name anymore. Oh my god, big big actor, Robert De Niro. Yeah. I was gonna say his Al Pacino. Name is Bobby. Bobby <laughs> um, uh, Ro- yeah, Robert De Niro. I was gonna say Al Pacino. That's like, what if you had Al Pacino's Frankenstein? He's like, oh, hey, I'm Frankenstein's <laughs> monster. <I'm> like, <laughs> and do you want to know the funny part? Do you know who directed that movie? Uh, wasn't that Kenneth Branagh? Yep. Who was also Doctor Doctor Victor Frankenstein? Yep. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> you Mel take Brooks. a look. Brooks, Mel, yeah. Mel Brooks is fucking uh fucking young Frankenstein. <laughs> That's when a good take, Frankenstein too. When you take a look at Branagh's friggin' like, like work, resume, his body of work and all, it's incredible. Like even just take out actor, just as a director. Oh yeah! Like, holy cow! <laughs> you take a look. Like he done Frankenstein, and then we go up. What is it? What's it? A few years later, Thor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking Thor, man. How is the guy that done Hamlet doing Thor? <laughs> but I mean, he made it all Shakespearean. He made Thor all Shakespearean or whatever, which which isn't a bad thing. Um, I loved his Thor. And uh, I love his Hamlet. I'm not, it's weird. When I was growing up, I hated Shakespeare. And then I got into theater and did all that kind of stuff. And then I loved Shakespeare now and I've analyzed it. Blah, 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 blah. You don't appreciate Shakespeare until you go through your goth phase, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just incredible. I, no, I, I, again, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the one by Branagh, definitely on the same. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, it was produced by Coppola as well, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. he was the one that done the, like, that's just, ah, oh, to think. They wanted to go through and make a Dark World thing the same way as they've done with the MCU. And to think years ago, if done right, it could have been done properly where they continued on with Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, the Wolfman, that was um what's his name? Wasn't it? Like the the recent Wolfman from a couple of years ago? No, the one that would have been around that time. Not the Del Toro, Benicio Del Toro one. This one here, Anthony Hopkins. No, I'm looking for an older one. Wolfman. I mean the only Wolfman I really know is like Lon Chaney and Lon Chaney Jr. Uh from like the classic forties universal monster movies. Oh no, sorry. Uh, I'm thinking of the wolf. Oh. With uh Nicholson. Oh, I Oh yeah. I forgot he did a werewolf movie. Oh Jesus. It starts (laughs) off all right and then it just gets bonkers. Um it's like think about it. You could have had De Niro and Nicholson. (laughs) Yeah. Oh geez, as a whole Hollywood monster thing. Um, you yeah. could have had Gary Oldman as Dracula. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have done Monster Mash again, and uh, or and God, we, what was that monster movie where they? Were, it was a I know, up? I know. Technically, we're going the wrong direction, but we could have had Liam Neeson, wasn't he? Like, uh, not the Invisible Man. He was Dark Man. Or something? Uh, he was Dark Man. <laughs> monster yeah. Squad. They could have done another Monster Squad with like De Niro and Gary Oldman and Jack Nicholson as like the Wolf Man and. Oh my god. When are we um, getting that remake? The Monster Squad? I Yeah, I want if that. If the Dark remake. Universe 
if the universal dark universe thing kicked off and didn't bomb with fucking Tom Cruise's the mummy, um, I think it would have been a thing again and they would have done it. Oh my we God. We need to get the monster squad. And then since they're going to remake this anyway and ruin it, uh, team them up with the lost boys. The guys at the lost boys. Are they remaking lost boys? I've heard that. I don't know how true it is, but be remade i'm like no don't don't do it don't do it yeah they got it right the first time leave it alone yeah (laughs) one thing i hated about this town is all the damn vampires oh man lost boys is such a good movie you can picture that with the guys from the monster squad teaming up with the guys going to fight their older brother with the yeah man you could freaking you could even bring back uh bring back shit I forgot his name already. Um, who's the head vampire in fucking Lost Boys? Kiefer Sutherland. Super. Was it Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. Bring back Kiefer Sutherland as as an older. I don't know. He comes back from the grave somehow. Um, well, sometimes yeah. they come back. So you know. Yeah, I mean, Dracula, perfect example. <laughs> I am not dead yet. I will be dead this time, though. Well, like well, Stephen King dead. managed to make his own consistent internal universe with all his books over the years. People don't realize that they're all connected. So, like, yeah, they're can, very loosely have... connected, but they're still connected. You know, I wish the Dark Tower did better, or that they did a different version of the Dark Tower. I think some things you just need to turn to TV series. Mm. Why did you do a movie? Why not turn the Dark Tower into a long fucking TV series? Game of Thrones that shit up and you know exactly. don't ruin it with the last season. They they keep um, wanting to do this thing you see where it's acceptable to kids because they think that makes the most money. And then they got really angry, even though they made a ton of money out of it with Deadpool. Because they're like, oh, these movies don't make money. Actually, they do. Here's yeah. your proof. They make quite they make a, a lot, lot of, of money. money. You decided they don't make money because you want to merchandise the toys. But you know something? Not everything is a George Lucas idea. Yeah. You don't need like you can make money off the movie. You don't need to make a million toys of it. Although here's a secret: grown-ups buy them too. <laughs> you know that's I the funny part. The... <laughs> they think oh, they yeah. can't merchandise it. Like most action figures nowadays, I can promise you, were bought by dudes in their twenties and thirties. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just Institute. found my collection of old uh, shadow, the shadow figures in my garage. I just found my old collection that I had of them when I was a kid. So it's like, I got to finish this collection now and I'm in my thirties <laughs> like time to eBay it up, baby. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I wish, I wish, uh, that movies or some movies weren't made to just sell toys. Like, yeah. Do you ever remember why? they done that other movie as well? Like in the same vein as a monster squad called little monsters. I don't remember that. Um, I am Googling it now, though. Got Fred Savage in it. Little I remember monsters. watching this as a kid. It was like about monsters live under the bed and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing things like this, but I never actually watched this movie. There was an animated version or an animated something similar to this. Um, Little Monsters. God. I think. Wait a minute. Maurice was, was played series. by Howie Mandel. Really? really that's weird i did not know that that's weird that's that's a that's a that's a side swipe for me like holy crap i'm not thinking oh no it's not little it's not little monsters i'm thinking of it's um ah real monsters is what i'm thinking of oh that was great yeah although you want animated undead beetlejuice 
Yes, Beetlejuice was such a good cartoon show and a good movie, and I they've been trying to get a sequel off the ground for literally fucking decades. Yeah, I, no, they shouldn't. I've heard what Kevin Smith says. Leave it alone. Yeah, just like, didn't we alone. say all we needed to say in the first one? Must must we yeah, go tropical? Just, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, but if you're not going to get Beetle... heating, there's no point. There's really yeah. no point. Exactly. Um, Make up a new is character. The actual theme. Beetlejuice is the theme for uh, Universal's Halloween Horror Nights this year, 2021, which will be interesting. Good. If they want to bring yeah, back Beetlejuice something, they need to bring back Tales from the Crypt. They did. Uh, they did. <clears throat> it's not Tales of the Crypt. I believe it's a reboot called Creep Show, um, and it's on. Oh no, that Shutter. was a, no, that was a reboot of Creep Show. There was oh, a was show a called Creep Show as well. Yeah. Ah. I think it was maybe, Creep Show. There was Tales from the Crypt. There was Twilight Zone. There was uh, what was the one before Twilight Zone? Not Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Crypt. Google. Uh, there was a t- there was a really old one before the Twilight Zone. There's also uh-huh. Tales from the Dark Side. All sorts of stuff, basically grown up versions, which they then distilled down and made goosebumps and all, which oh, I'm God, I'm thoroughly <clears throat> fan of. You know, get kids into the horror early with acceptable yeah, they... stuff, because that's the whole point of it. When you show them the scary stories and they learn how to deal with the horror, the real world doesn't seem as scary. Ooh, canceled reboots. Yes, they were trying to get a Tales from the Crypt reboot thing going a couple years ago, but inevitably didn't fall through. Did you ever watch the cartoon of Tales from the Crypt? I didn't even know there was a cartoon of Tales from the Crypt. But apparently there was... Tales of the Crypt Keeper, Google it. Ooh, apparently there was a radio series in the early 2000s um, because the reruns... I remember watching the reruns when they were doing the reruns in the late 90s. Um... Just Google that, Tales of that the is something Crypt you should not. Yeah, that is something you should not watch as a fucking kid. Some of that shit is nightmares. Um, oh my god! Like uh, the episode, my the freakiest fucking episode of Tales from the Crypt that I remember is there was like a taxidermist or something, mm-hmm. and then the ending was the dude was taxidermied, and you see all of it, the stitches and stuff, and. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> or the way they handled vampires on Tales from the Crypt was bonkers as shit too. I would get in trouble for watching Tales from the Crypt. Um, but look, there was a cartoon. Walk in. And it was there, the same dude, I think. Voice that's though. so weird that there was a freaking cartoon Tales from the Crypt, and it was, it was a great, highly too. adult, a, a highly adult series on HBO. But hey, everything's for the kids, you know. <laughs> um, Crypt hey, Keeper was a funny character. You're, you're talking to the guy that, like, I had to do some real deep meditation years ago to try to figure out what was the first horror movie I ever saw. And I remember it was it was a VHS tape that was left in my house carelessly by my parents at one point. And I yeah. remember one evening where they were working, my mother must have been in the kitchen, my father was working, whatever. And we had, like, a living room, and it was, like, the dining room was separate, so you could, like, close over the doors. to be a partition for you Americans. Um, and, like, I, I put the tape in. And it was from a video store and it was one of those ones where you had to push down. So I had to be really careful to not make the big loud click when you put it down in. Oh yeah. And yeah. And I had it down low and I was watching, I, I mustn't have been more than maybe five or six. I was very young and I watched it and it was ghoulies. Ghoulies. Do you remember you ghoulies? Like goonies? Goonies no. or ghoulies? Ghoulies. 
G H O U L I E S. Oh, it was whoa. the monsters that oh, came shit. out of the toilet. I remember this. I remember this. I didn't. I didn't. Oh my god! I remember this. So that's exactly what you want for a, a five-year-old, you know? Yeah. Five or wow, six-year-old watching amazing. a movie about monsters that come out of the toilet. They have puppets. They have the puppets <laughs> back. They release the puppets. Wow! I remember this. I saw this when I was a little older. Whatever. Um, Oh, they're yeah. terrible. But... Yeah, they're so terrible. This and uh, Puppet Master scared the living shit out of me as a kid. I love Never... Puppet Master. I've toys, like life-size toys of Blade and off of Puppet Master. I love those films. Uh, yeah. yeah, there might be something wrong with me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. What, did Puppet Master freak you out as well, did it? Puppet Master totally freaked me out because um, fucking, I can't remember their names. I think one of them is like Pinhead or... Or screwball or whatever and like he has drills for hands. oh no that's uh that's uh driller killer there's driller killer there's a uh, pinhead the pinhead is the guy with the big arms there's blade who is the weird little nazi dude with the thing arms there's jester mm-hmm. there's leech woman uh i should not be able to remember all of this off the top of my head and then they started expanding them all later on so there was like in the next one there was six shooter and yeah they were great puppet master of what scared the bejesus out of me as a kid like uh but i loved those movies because it was a weird mix of it's obviously for adults but there's a weird cheeky kid element to it or whatever you know that like you know close your eyes during these parts but the puppets are adorable in a weird fucking way there's you know. this you see this was during that period of time where everything went mini the mini monsters craze of like the late 80s early 90s because like, when did puppet master come out because puppet master was near the front of all of this so yeah. puppet master it was 89 so yeah it would have been the start of the 90s so we had like gremlins we had critters there was did you ever see munchies no that was a 1987 film put in munchies movie there they were like another one this is a rival to gremlins yeah and all like that and there oh was this goodness. whole this whole craze like of um there was puppet master there was uh there was a version of it's not called toys because that's a different movie but there was one where it was like these demon possessed toys yeah as well and then i think chucky was about the same time. so yeah, this was chucky all kind of this was all think... feeding into that mini monsters kind of thing by the way I'm you should check out toys you should check out that one munchies by the way it's just it's it's very much a 1987 movie in that beautiful way it's like this is terrible but it's actually kind of (laughs) great 10 killer toy movies for hollywood's play disgusting wow this looks scary as shit um apparently there's a there's a demonic toys wiki there's a killer toys wiki um, so Puppet Master is the first thing that shows probably up. Probably either directly or indirectly contributed that with the Emerald Gore Society over the years. Yeah. Uh, list of toys and demonic toys films. Oh, my gosh. There was Silent okay. Night, Deadly Night, Dead Silence, Puppet Master, Dolman, Blood yeah. Uh, okay, Dolls. Uh, yeah, Demonic Toys, Dolman versus Demonic Toys, Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys, Demonic Toys 2. Um, yeah, any one of these movies usually spawned about 30 sequels because they were cheap yeah. to make. Once you had the initial bit and done. They, and they make bank. They make so much money. The horror industry is still, I think, one of the largest 
like the, the horror industry things. is the weird bastard child of Hollywood. None of them yeah. want to acknowledge it. They don't want to help it. They don't even want to recognize it exists. But it has been keeping Hollywood afloat for generations. Because oh, yeah. Hollywood horror makes bank. Like that's just a very simple fact. Horror makes bank. Anytime. That's why I'm shocked. The last two or three years. Well, pre-COVID. We'll pretend yeah. these years didn't happen because they didn't. Uh, Pre-COVID, <laughs> like the last two or three years, like there wasn't uh, like Halloween horror movies. Like normally there'd be like one or two big horror movies for Halloween, and there just wasn't. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? If there's any movies that are guaranteed, like you're remaking loads of crap, why don't you remake actual crap? You know, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Or, you know, which, like. Which is a fantastic movie, the by the gate. way. Everybody watch it. Another mini monster movie, The Gate or House. I'd love yeah. to see them redo House because that's really funny if you put that into modern contexts. Like, All right. So the the killer toy genre in horror films, I'm, I'm going to call it that. Started yeah. in 1936 with the very first movie here on this list, The Devil Doll. Uh, in 1936 yeah. was the recorded right now as of you know. Um, oh, and I'm sure before that, before in theater, like Lost Records or whatever, you know. I'm sure as well, like in theater, this is an old trope, like of the the uh, the puppet coming to life and killing you. You know, this this oh, yeah. is probably some of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes are when the fucking puppet comes to life and starts killing people yeah. and shit. It's it's one of the oldest tropes, you know, because it's the fear of you know tech. It's the beginning fear of technology turning against you. It's a beloved item turning on you that you would never suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> which I mean which uh kind of kind of um spins off I suppose into that the the rest of the genre of like, you know, the mirror eats your soul and mm -hmm. um a bunch of other shit. <laughs> like And the fact of it's even darker because it's associated with children. When they're toys, yeah. you know, it's the whole, yeah. you can protect your kids from everything, but can you even protect them against the things they love? You know, mm -hmm. it's a, it's, then, it's, it's a great trope. Yeah. And then the garage door starts to kill you or something. God. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think that will be an end to this episode. Don't get killed by your garage doors, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Lock yeah, your valuables and your collectibles up in their unit at night and turn on the alarm, not just to stop people stealing them, but to stop them escaping. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, be sure to, you know, get, get a, get a nice tight safe to throw all your dolls in there at night. So they don't go and murder you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. Some of these images from just looking up killer toys are fucking nightmare fuel. Don't Google this. Do not Google this. People don't Google this. It's Especially scary. if you've that collector's Annabelle doll or that collector. Oh yeah. Oh, Charles played Chucky in the corner. <laughs> yep. Yep. And with, uh, with, with all that said, um, this has been, I guess the, the first official episode of sanguine Sundays. Um, we're going to try to keep this on yeah. every Sunday. And, uh, we're usually, we're, we usually have our dead house whispers on Thursdays, sometimes like Friday or the weekend. So yeah, um, I'm Calypso, and as as always, you can follow me anywhere and everywhere. And then we have Faceless Mike, yes, of course, as our other host. You can follow us anywhere and everywhere. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, tuning in for this one. And we'll see you all next Sunday or Thursday this week, perhaps. Yeah. So yeah, see ya. See.